Hello everyone, welcome back to the Miguel Sanchez world. Today I'll be talking about if you want to retire possibly at all, if you want to retire early, how I don't see a way around investing in crypto. And I'm going to break down each part of why I see that. And I'm going to break down how you can start the process of, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities we have right now. Every, I do believe every generation has its asset class. And I do believe this generation's asset class is crypto. And if you don't understand that, you need to start spending more time trying to understand why that is. But in this video, I will explain to you, <laughs> my, my son's cat, um, I will explain to you why I think that is. <laughs> All right, and the cat, we got the cat as a as a, a live guest. <laughs> um, all right, so cryptocurrency. Actually, before we get that get to that, let's get to the sponsors. Our sponsors today are, of course, companies I'm involved in. The first company, of course, is retireyourbills.com. Retire Your Bills is where we show you how to take advantage of this crypto opportunity to end up retiring your bills and having no more having to worry no more about paying those bills because your crypto has grown so much that you are able to live off of that right so retire your bills we have a cohort going right now that cohort is almost up and we're going to start planning the next cohort so if you're interested in becoming a part of that next cohort um sorry again cat live um or yeah Okay. Um, if you are interested in joining the Retire Your Bills cohort, please go to retireyourbills.com, sign up for the for the free training, and you will know when we start that next cohort. It might be next month or so. So if you're interested in understanding how to do that, take advantage and jump in, take the free training. Actually, in the free training, you'll learn how to do most of it if you want to, and you already know how to do stuff like this. You can take that and uh, go on your own path, or you could join our community and get help in a group setting. All right. So that's retire your bills. And then the second sponsor is Metabronx. Metabronx is our startup accelerator where we help startup founders raise funds for their ideas, or at least become ready to be able to raise funds, right? A lot of times people have ideas, but they do not know how to take that idea to the next level. And a lot of times they need the money, but they don't really understand how to get the money. So we've helped companies raise over $15 million that have gone through our program after going through our program. And also at the same time, we bring youth from the community and we give them paid apprenticeships at these startups. So they could see from a young age, being minorities, like I was coming from from the places like I came from, I wanted to have a, a place where young people can see the jobs of the future and get experience in them very, very early. So if you want to donate to Metabronx, everything, every time you donate, every time we make $500, another young person can go through our program. So donate at metabronx.com slash invest. And the last sponsor is the Dot Hip Hop. Dot Hip Hop is a domain most people don't know it's a top level domain, which means that you can buy whatever your name is dot hip hop and send people there for a website. Also for any crypto payments or NFT projects. So if you are in the NFT, if you are in the hip hop world, you want to own your dot hip hop domain name, you can find it at get dot hip hop. So those are the, the, the three sponsors for now. We got another sponsor coming pretty soon, but uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But for today, I just want to go over the retire your bill system pretty much. Like my idea is how can people understand that this opportunity to buy crypto now and sit on it for possibly ever and borrow against it to live their lives is an opportunity that literally I don't ever, I don't see ever having been possible. Yes, you were able to do that with, with, with real estate, but real estate is, is tough to get for people now. And again, if we go back to the asset classes in history, right? Think about stock. When did stock come out? Stock was out in the, the 2000s. Again, cat, cat, uh, <laughs> she just had surgery. So, uh, she has like a little uh, thing on her. Um, 
so again, very hard to, to concentrate with a cat behind me, but I'll, I'll, I'll lock her up next time. Um, so in history, right, we have had points in history where certain asset classes have dominated, right? So let's state, let's start out with, um, let's, let's start with gold. Gold was a historic thing, you know, and, and way back in the, the, before Christ's days, kings held gold, right? The, the, whoever had the gold was the, that was most of the money. So if you had a lot of gold, you had a lot of power. We, you know, throughout history, we've changed, uh, over to fiat and paper money, right? So with paper money, we have switched to not having gold as the back of paper money anymore. You know, there was called the gold standard, which means the dollars were backed by gold assets that changed in the, I think 1950s or something like that. And America and other countries came off what's called the gold standard, but still people hold gold. And if you got gold a hundred years ago, and now the price is a lot more, you, you had a, you know, a good, uh, come up in, uh, in gains and you could sell that and profit now. But now, you know, gold is not as transferable as I see with crypto, right? If I have a bar of gold or even, you know, gold uh, penny weights, if I need to, to trade that, it's not easy, right? Like I need to find someone that's willing to take gold. I have to make sure that they're, they're okay with the gold I'm selling them because that gold could also be you know, fake, right? Or, or doctored in some way. So is gold, you know, the asset class that it was before? I don't believe, I know there are a lot of people that believe gold is the way to go. People are saying buy gold right now. Um, but I personally don't, I don't see a lot of people in the future buying gold. When you think about growing a portfolio that grows in value, what you have to think about is what do you see people doing in the future? Because right now you're going to buy something that will grow in value when more people come in later on. So when I look at gold, I don't see people all around the world buying gold. I, I just don't. And I, I don't see it being used as much. I see it as a rich person's way of protecting wealth. Again, you know, past generations of wealth being protected by gold. I don't see new money, new creation of wealth being created by gold. So now let's go to uh, real estate, which is probably the next big asset class that you would think about. Real estate is another one that of course, it'd be amazing to have a bunch of real estate. But if you're just starting out and you don't have a good credit um, um, rating, a good job, uh, a bunch of money to spend on a property, is real estate going to do it for you? Also, is real estate going to be the same gain as it was for people in the past? So in the 1950s and stuff like that, buying a house, you know, you could buy a house for $20,000, $50,000, maybe a hundred thousand dollars. And now those houses are worth millions. That's, that's, you know, that's that generations come up. They were able to buy property and then the value of that property grows and grew their net worths. Again, you know, minorities were not able to partake in that because of, you know, uh, racism and stuff like that. So for that generation, if you were the right um, race, you were able to take advantage of real estate. Now, if you're buying real estate, is real estate really going to grow as much as it grew from the 1950s to now? I don't know, but I still think everybody should own real estate, of course. But when I, when I think about people starting out now, thinking about retirement, I think, okay, what is the asset class that they can start buying that will take them to retirement from right now? And if you don't have anything right now and you're just starting out, no matter what age you are, is real estate viable for everybody? I don't know. Of course, I would tell you if you could do it, do it, but also do not look at real estate as an investment. Real estate if you're going to live in it, it's really not an investment. And you could look all over the internet and Google search that. But if you're going to live in real estate, it's not a, an asset. It's more of a liability. Yes, it will grow in value, but there are costs associated with 
you living there, right? Like if your boiler goes out or your, your windows need updating or, you know, you have to do this or that in your house, that costs money, right? And because you are paying the, the mortgage, you're not making money back. So if you had a real estate rental property and you had those same exact things happening, you're still making more money than you are spending. So that's why a real estate rental property is an asset, but a, re an, a real estate property that you live in is not really. And most rich people uh, will, they'll, you know, the more rich people you speak to, they'll, they'll really, you know, bring that into your mind that just having a real estate property is not enough to retire. You know, if you live in a real estate property, yes, it will go up in value. It will eventually be worth a lot more than you live than, than, than you bought it for. You've lived there for a certain amount of time. The problem is when you get to retirement age, and I've, I've been having people reach out to me about this. When you get to retirement age, your property taxes don't stay at the same price. So let's say you are, you reach retirement and you, your property tax is a thousand dollars a month. Let's just say, I know that's high. Uh, but right now I know people are already paying that. So let's say it's a thousand dollars a month and you're bringing in because you retired with your 401k and all these different things you're bringing in, let's say 5k a month, right? Well, every year your property grows in value, right? So every year your property value goes up. So in 30 years, let's say you retire in your sixties and you live 30 more years those 30 years, your property tax is going up every year. So in your later years, you may not have enough to cover the property tax. So this is why you have to have other revenue streams that will help you build that up. So again, this is why I say, yes, it's amazing if you can have a paid off home. Most people I don't believe will. But also if you have a paid off home, that doesn't mean you can retire comfortably. You just, you know, the math is there, you know, you could do it for yourself. Another big thing I've been working on is creating some type of calculator that will show you like the retirement cliff is a, is a, is a term I've been using, which is the day you retire, how much money you make and the day after you retire, how much money you make, right? So you got to know what that cliff is so you can fill it up, right? So if you're going to drop even $1,000 from the day you retire to the day after, what is what are ways to put money in that gap so you have that extra amount so you can live the same life because that's another big thing i see with retirement people are people don't understand this before but they understand it after once you retire you're almost guaranteed to have to lower your expenses the rest of your life is that a comfortable way to retire i don't think so and i don't i don't want that for me and other people so i'm starting to teach people this retire your bill system so you can come back with the same, you can have the same amount every month or more if you need it and your bills are covered and they're your same level of bills, not um, you have to start lowering your bills. So, okay, we went over gold, we went over real estate, another, another asset class that did come uh, after real estate, I would say is stock, right? And stock is a big one. A lot of people invest in stock and stock is the safe bet if you believe in American uh, business, right? So what you're doing when you invest in stock is you're investing in a company and what you believe that company is going to be worth in the future. So again, if you're investing in something now with the hopes to retire off of it, you're hoping that more people buy after you, right? That's just the truth of it. You're buying something now, you're going to keep buying more. And you also believe more people are going to buy more. So the value of what you bought will grow, right? So that's the same thing with real estate. That's the same thing with gold, right? The value of gold goes up when there's more demand for gold, because there's a, a certain supply of gold. So if more people want it, the price goes up. Same thing with real estate. If you live in a hot neighborhood, where a lot of people want to get into that neighborhood, you could charge more for your real estate, right? You could sell it, make money, pay bills, I mean, pay taxes, and then stay with whatever's left. So if we go back to those three asset classes we were just talking about, gold, same, start out with gold. If you bought gold and it went up in value and you sold it, you'll tax money and you have the whatever's left over. So let's, let's do an example. Right now, gold is about 1500 per pound or, or yeah, I think per pound or ounce, sorry. Um, so if you bought gold today, and in 
20 years, that gold now is worth, let's say, 10 times, which gold does not grow that fast, that much. Uh, but let's say it was just to make the math easy. So now you have $15,000 worth of gold. You bought for $1,500. Now you would sell it, pay taxes on $14,500, which will be about 40% if taxes don't go up, which taxes a lot of people believe will go up as well. So let's say 40% on 14,500 is 14,500 times 4.4 That's $5,800. So if we take 14,500, take away 5,800, you will stay with a gain of 8,700. And now that's good. In 10 years, you made a, a, a pretty good gain. So, okay. Again, I tell you, gold does not grow that, like doesn't do 10x in that, that amount of time. Like uh, we could go back in the history and see gold doesn't grow that much, but I think about 3%. It, it more stabilizes and keeps its value than grows. It won't go down. It won't go up, but it keeps its value. That's why rich people buy gold to keep because when you have cash, which is also another investment asset class, when you have cash, cash goes down in value. It's built to go down in value over time. So rich people rather put their money in gold, their cash in gold, because instead of it going down in value, it will keep its value. Real estate slightly goes up in value, right? So when you buy real estate, you're hoping to get income, rental income, if you, if it's, if you want it as an investment. If you want to live in it, you're thinking the value of that real estate will grow. You have a place to live, you know, and, and, um, you know, the growth of that asset is more just a, your net worth and not really income. Right. So then when we go to stock, stock is very much like gold, where if you buy a stock, let's say you bought Amazon stock and when it was a hundred dollars and now it's a thousand, you you would owe tax if you sold that Amazon stock on that $900 gain, then you would have whatever's left over. And now we're going to go into why I believe crypto is the only real asset class you're going to be able to use if you wanted to retire. All right. So with crypto, just like gold and stock, when you buy it, if you sell it, when it goes up in value, you're going to owe tax. And crypto has the chance to grow a lot more than most other asset classes. And I'm going to show you on the YouTube uh, stream uh, or wherever I'm streaming where you can see my uh, screen. Um, you, the potential gain of crypto outweighs all other gains, potential gains. But there's a big difference with crypto. This is where when you want to use gold, you need to sell it. Right. So if I need money and I have gold, I need to sell it and then pay whatever taxes are, 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 are due. And I stay whatever left. Of course, I get it all on the government. You're going to say I owe this tax later. Stock, same thing. With crypto, when I go to when I need to use it, let's say I bought Bitcoin when it was five thousand dollars and then I needed to use it when it was fifty thousand dollars. I don't need to sell it. I can borrow off of the 50,000 value instantly and use that money versus if I had a thousand dollars of Amazon stock, I would have to try to go to a bank or a brokerage account and see if they would let me borrow. They let you borrow a lot less than crypto. So, and if they let you borrow at all. So that's a, that's a thing that you need to understand, right? Like there's entities that control whether you can borrow off of your assets in real estate. You can borrow for your, off your real estate assets and with stock. You can borrow off your stock assets. I don't, I never heard if you can borrow off gold. I, I never heard of that. Actually, I need to look into that, but, um, I doubt it. Um, but maybe there's no kind of markets. I'm sure somebody thought of it. Um, but I, I'll, I'll look that up for everyone. Then with, with homes, right? Like I, I know, I know wealthy people that have homes and they can't borrow from them because they've retired already. So think about that, right? Like you have this home, your property tax is growing. You're, you can't borrow of it because you're not working anymore. And if your income comes down low enough where you can't pay your property tax, they're going to take your house. So 
this is why I say I, I don't think home, just having a home is enough to retire off of, right? And then having a stock portfolio, what I've heard is if you have a stock portfolio that you want to retire off of, you want to make it so you can sell 3% of that retirement portfolio a year and live out the rest of your days with that. Because if you have a 3%, if you sell 3% on average, the, the stock market has grown over many years on average, eight to 12%. They say six to 12, you hear different percentages, but six, let's take six as the, the, the bottom, just in case it's the lowest it's ever been for a certain amount of time you're still doubling the amount you're taking out, right? So if you take out three, but you're making six, it's replenishing itself kind of, right? So over many, many years, you can keep taking 3% out and hopefully the stock market does better some years and you would continue to, to be safe because you would have that 3% you're able to take out every year. But now if you think about what number you need to be at to not have a retirement cliff, let's say you make... Uh, the average American family makes, let's say 60 K a year, uh, maybe it's probably more, but let's say 60 K a year. That means you have to have $2 million in your portfolio to be able to take out 3% every year and, and make that $60,000 of income. Here's the problem. Same thing. When you take that 60,000 out, you do owe taxes on that 60,000, unless you put it in. Uh, an IRA where you pay the tax up front and then you don't pay taxes at the end, which is very possible. But let's say, let's say you did that. Let's say you put it in the right vehicle and now you get 60,000 every year tax free. Price of living, cost of living is going to go up, right? So is 60,000 safe if you're making 60 now? No, because inflation will grow the value of how much um, it's going to lower the value of money. So the amount you're going to need to live is going to go higher, but that 3% probably won't change much. So you, you need, you're going to need more than 2 million if you want to retire with 60 K a year. Right? So again, that's even if you can get to the 2 million portfolio. So to, so I did a calculation. I have a, uh, there's a compound interest calculator at investor.gov. You can go yourself and you could put in the numbers and you can say, okay, if I wanted to retire when I'm 65, how old am I today? How old, I mean, how many years is that to 65? How much do I need to invest every month to get there? This is what 401ks do. So 401ks, if you work at a company that gives you a 401k, they allow you to invest a certain percent of your salary every year into your 401k. So when you get to that age where you're ready to retire, you have something that was invested for you for many, many years. The problem with 401ks is people that manage them, they charge fees, right? And those fees could leave you with half of the money you should be having when you retire. So let's say you were supposed to have $2 million when you retired, but because of the fees, you only have one that you're still not in that position, right? So let's say you did get to $2 million. That Again, I did the math. I'm going to probably pull it up right now. If you wanted to, let me uh, do this right really quickly. If you wanted to invest $500 a month for 40 years, you would end up with two, $2 million, right? So again, remember what I said, $500 a month for 40 years. So how, how can most people do that for one case? So to be able to invest $500 a month, you would need to invest about $6,000 a year, which is about 10% of a person making 60,000 a year, which is all doable. If you had a 60 K job and, or 60 K family income and those jobs offered 401ks and you invested 10% for 40 years you would get to a $2 million investment portfolio that would give you 60 K to live off of. Again, I don't think that's enough though, because the price of living is going to go up. So, and again, that assumes you have a job for all 40 years straight, which another thing I can't, we can't assume anymore. Jobs don't are not like that anymore. You're not just going to work somewhere for 40 years straight. I think we're heading more into a gig economy where most people are not going to have 401ks. Now let's take social security. Um, when we talk about retirement, I talk, we talked about the main asset classes there. So 
again, I believe gold grows about 3% in value a year on average. It, it's very, it doesn't grow. It's like real estate again. It keeps its value more than it grows its value. And it's more of a, a protection on, on our money than a gain on money, right? So if we look at gold, it's not going to grow that much. So the more you invest in gold, it's more of a protect your money thing than a gain money. Real estate, there are other options. You can live in it. You can rent it so it can bring income. So if you got a if you got a retirement gap, a retirement cliff that you are trying to fill, one way of doing that is renting your maybe you live in the basement or live in the attic and rent your part your house to someone else and they fill that gap. Again, that's not a comfortable retirement though, right? A comfortable retirement to me is being able to live the same way I lived before I retired. So now I look at crypto and I'm saying, I don't see how this is not the only way most people now are going to be able to do that. One, because it's going to grow faster than much uh, all of the asset classes. Why is that? Because it just started. I was doing research yesterday on all of the apps, the, the investment apps. The top investment app is Robinhood. It has 16 million users. So now remember what I told you about the way to gain money is by putting money into something you believe more people are going to end up doing after you. Stock market, uh, stock market is pretty set. Everybody knows about it. Everybody's doing it. I don't see it gaining more people, a lot, lot more people than it has right now. Coinbase is the number one crypto app. Coinbase has 110 million users. Yes, the stock apps, there's many more stock apps, there's brokerage accounts. So there's probably more users that buy stock. But when I think about what's going to happen in the future, I think the app economy and people being able to go on their, their phones and buy something is what future generations are going to do. All right. So now we take the, 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 the top stock app. App and we say, all right, they're probably going to do that. Let's look at what's, what that app does. Right now, guess what that what Robinhood is doing? They're adding crypto and a crypto wallet to Robinhood. So even they see the trend of, in the future, more people are probably going to buy crypto than stocks. Because of what I'm saying here, the gains are more likely to be higher. Newer companies that are doing new types of businesses in a digital way that target the entire world, not just America, right? So when you buy stock or S&P 500, you're buying the top 500 companies in America. So that's what they tell you when you, when you want to invest in the stock market, you should invest in the top 500 companies, which is the S&P 500. So when you do that, you're betting on American companies. Yes, American companies work around the world. But not everybody in the world can invest in an American company. Like you can't just invest in a stock if you live in Cambodia or Colombia. So what's more likely to happen? A person in Cambodia or Colombia investing in Tesla or investing in Bitcoin or Ethereum? I believe they are more likely to invest in Bitcoin and Ethereum. So what does that do for the number of people that can invest? If countries like that are more likely to invest in crypto than stock, what is more likely to happen? I believe crypto is going to outpace stock and the gains are going to be higher. Then when you add that second part that I was talking about, when you when it's time to actually use your crypto because you need money, with all the other asset classes, you need to either talk to someone else that has to approve that you can borrow off of it stock portfolio, real estate portfolio, you have to go to a bank, go to a brokerage and say, can I please borrow this much off of my, my portfolio? And if it meets certain criteria, they will allow you to. With crypto, you do not need to talk to anyone at any time, 24 seven, you can borrow off of your own portfolio without asking a soul, which would you rather do? Would you rather be 85, 90 years old, walk into a bank because you need a loan, knowing they're going to tell you no? Or would you have rather have a crypto portfolio where if you needed 50 grand, but you have two, three million dollars in a crypto portfolio, you could borrow it. Nobody's going to tell you anything. 
So how do you get to a $3 million portfolio in crypto? Because I just told you a $500 a month investment for 40 years will get you to 2 million. All right. So now we're going to go to the same compound interest calculator. I won't pull it up, but I'm just going to talk it through because not everybody's watching. Um, so, okay. Let's say I told you stock grows eight to 12% a year on average. Crypto, if we just take Bitcoin and Ethereum, not even the crazier coins that are growing even faster, Bitcoin and Ethereum, Bitcoin has grown 100% on average since, it's, since it was created about 13, 14 years ago. It was created in 2009. Ethereum was created, I think, in 2005 or something like that. It's been growing 200% on average every year. Just told you stock, 8 to 12 Bitcoin 100, Ethereum 200. But I'm not going to say it's going to continue that. It's mostly not going to be stay that high. Over time, it's going to start dropping down. Let's say it just goes to 15%. I'm not even like, I believe it's going to be 20% for a long time. I think it's going to be a long time before it even hits 20%. But let's say 15%. So I'm going to take $500 a month. I'm on investor.gov. And you go to financial tools and calculators. And they have a an investment calculator, compound interest calculator. So I'm putting 500 a month for 40 years. Actually, let's do 40 years first and I'll tell you what year it takes to get to $2 million or $3 million. Um, and we're going to say 15%. It's going to grow on average 15% for the next 40 years. We're going to start with a zero investment too. Like if you're just starting today from scratch, you, didn't, you never invested a day in your life. <laughs> if you invest $500 a month for 40 years and it gains 15% a year on average, you will have $10.6 million, $10,675,000. Again, I know it's very hard to invest $500 a month. That means you have to, in the old world, that means you have to pay all your bills then have $500 that you could just put into stocks, real estate, gold. If I'm missing an asset class, let me know. Art, you know, collectibles. There's many different asset classes. Just keep cash in the bank, getting interest. You could do that as well. So what year do you reach 3 million? You reach 3 million after the 31st year. So this is why I'm saying I don't see how people that actually want to retire don't invest in crypto. I believe you don't even have a choice, right? And then when you think about it, you have that $3 million portfolio in 30 years. You don't need to sell it to use it. You can borrow off of it so you can keep it compounding. So the next year, let's say you miraculously did not need to borrow off of it at all. The whole 30 years. And now this year you want to retire. You're like, you know what? I want to live off 3% of the 3 million. 3% of 3 million is $90,000. That sounds a little more likely if you're making 60 right now that you want to live off 90 when you retire. So now when you borrow the 90,000, the full 3 million is still there compounding. That's the difference with what I told you, they make, you know, with stock, you get to a point where they make you start selling the stock. So they make you sell 3% of the stock portfolio every year. The government makes you do that with your 401k. So the, that 3% comes out of the full portfolio so it doesn't grow as much anymore. They don't let you borrow 3% off your stock portfolio. They make you sell it. So with this, you don't have to sell it. And, you know, People have asked me, yeah, but what if they change the rules? If they change the rules on crypto to do this, that means they're going to have to change the rules on real estate. And most of the rich people in the world own real estate. They're not going to allow that rule to change because that would screw up a lot of the way wealth generation is created. Um, so let's say we get to 3 million and you borrow that 90. The next year, because of compound interest, you have $3.4 million. So in that one year, you took out a loan for 90, 
but you made 460,000. Okay, so now next year you take out another 90. Let's say next year you say, you know what? I, I, you know, I want to go on a, a good trip this year. Um, I'm going to take out 100,000 or 120,000. The next year, because of compound interest, you get to 3.9 million, almost 4 million, 3.987. So again, you just took out an extra 30,000, but you gained 900,000. No, uh, yeah, 900,000. No, 500,000 in one year. Year after that, you get to $4.6 million because compound interest, the way it works, and maybe I should just show this, this calculator because it sounds unbelievable. I understand that. So let me just make sure everybody can see it if you want to. Go to, oh, also, if you're watching this or you're hearing this anywhere, anytime you see msw.li slash 056, right now this is this podcast number is that. You can put that in a URL, you can put that in your browser and you will end up on the page where you can see um, the video and you can also listen on whatever podcast network you like listening on. So msw.li slash 056, if you type that into a browser, you'll land and you'll be able to see this. So, okay. Or right now, because I'm live going YouTube or, or, or Twitter or something like that. So, okay, I'm in the compound interest calculator. I'm going to zoom it up so you guys can see it better. Oops. Yep. All right, here it is. All right, so I just told you, let's say year 30, if you're investing in crypto and it grew only 15%, again, I think it's going to go higher, but let's say 15% for the next 40 years on average, you are at on year 34. Three, you're at $3.987 million. You've, you've borrowed 210000 But you've, in those two years of borrowing, have gained $987,000 of borrowing one hundred and twenty. But this is the beauty. Every, every time you borrow, the compound will outgrow the borrow. Unless you want, unless you say, you know what? Next year, I know the compound is going to be $4.5 million. So this year, I'm just going to live off a million. I'm going to borrow a million dollars. I don't care. I'm about to die anyway, right? If you ask how you feel, right? You're still going to compound even though you borrowed the million. And what I'm telling you in crypto, this is possible without asking anyone. You could borrow a million dollars off yourself in a minute. Nobody's going to ask you any questions. That, because it's all software. There's a, there's a saying that says software is going to eat the world. So do you not believe that money software is not going to do well? Crypto is money software. So, okay. We went to 4.5 million on 30, on year 34. Year 35, we get to $5.2 million. But remember, we just took out a million dollars to live an amazing year. You still gained the next year. If it just gains 15% again. You gain another like uh, $600,000, right? Yeah, you borrowed a million, but it gained six. So this is the power of compound interest and borrowing instead of spending and then keeping the the, the, the rest inside of your portfolio. So then the, the numbers just start to get really crazy. In year 36, it gets to 6 million from, so right there, it gained 800,000. Year after that goes to seven million. So one year six to seven, right? You gain a million dollars of compounding interest from one year to the next. Of course, you gotta have six million dollars in there to compound to seven in one year off a fifteen million fifteen percent gain. Now we go next year goes to eight million. You saw that one million back to back to back. Next year goes to nine point two. Next year goes to ten point six. So again. We're making a bunch of assumptions here. The first assumption is crypto gains on average 15% a year for 40 years. So you may be thinking, yeah, I don't see it happening for 15 years. Do you know how many years it took stock market to get to 8 to 12%? Over 100. I'm talking about 40 years, not 100 years. 
So yes, let's see it just matches the stock market, which again, I'm going to explain why I don't think that's going to be the case, but let's say it just matches the stock market. That means in 40 years, it's not going to be at 12%, eight to 12%. That means it should be higher, right? If we just match, but here's why I don't believe it's going to match. The stock market was limited to certain people for a lot of that hundred years, rich white men in America, right? Because the stock market was based on people who had money, who could buy, who could have a broker and had American access to buying on the stock market. That was a limited amount of people. Now the crypto world opens up investing to the entire planet, no matter how much money you make anywhere in the world. Do you not think that's going to grow more than a market that was only limited to one race, one gender in one country? I, I cannot see how that's going to happen. But again, when you invest, you're betting on things happening more in the future. So for me, I look at crypto and I say, can't see how more people don't do this in the future, especially when they understand what I'm talking about. Right. And again, it takes some education for sure. Um, and that's why I do these videos and these, these podcasts and I teach at retirebills.com because there are parts to this that have been kept away from people like us till we got things like Google and YouTube and now chat GBT. Now it's just on us to, to search everything I'm seeing. Double check it. I'm, I've, I've checked it hundreds of times. I've talked about it many times. People have come back at me with questions. I send them. That's why I'm on investor.gov. I have my own calculator, but I went to investor.gov because you can't, you can't question that one, right? It's basically backed by the government. It's, it's, a, it's math too. You could double check all this math. So when you look at crypto's availability on the world scale, to everyone and anyone with even just a cell phone can buy it. I believe it's going to, more people are going to buy it. And I believe it's going to grow faster than 15% a year on average for the next 40 years. So even if it just grows 15% over the next 40 years, you still got $10 million. If you could invest $500. Here's where not everybody can invest $500 a month. And that's where, Again, retire your bills comes in. You can invest $500 a month. If you are spending $1,000 on bills, you can easily invest $500 a month into crypto with the same money. And again, I've talked about it for many, many months at this point, almost years at this point. You can invest the same money you use to pay your bills. I know it sounds unbelievable. I have many people doing it. Retirebills.com. I won't make this a pitch too much, but it's possible. I have many people doing it. So if you can invest that $500 a month into crypto in 40 years, you will be able to retire depending on. Oh, so now, now, now let's say, how old are you? Oh, I don't have 40 years. I don't want to retire in 40 years. I just told you after year 30, you are $3 million at year 28. You're at $2 million. And it's still compounding. So you can get to a point where you say, you know what? I'm at a million dollars. I know it's going to keep compounding. This, there's some people doing this. It's called a uh, FIRE, like uh, financial independent. I forgot the RE stand for. But it's uh, basically they, they lower their expenses so they can retire early. Right? So let's say you get to a million and you want to borrow, let's say, 30000 to live off of. You just got to go to a country where you can live for 30000 That's where there's countries like Dominican Republic, Colombia. There's a bunch of countries, uh, you know, Vietnam. There's a bunch of countries around the world where you could live pretty nice for $30,000. That's a life decision, but it's possible, right? So now you're looking at year 24, you could retire. So now... In 24 years, if it just averages 15%, which again, I really do not think that's what's going to happen. I actually believe it's probably going to be 20% on average for the next 40 years. So I'm going to just for fun, show you what those numbers look like once if that happens. 
All right, so I'm also going to change to a different format of this video because when I try to share this stuff, it becomes, oh, no, yeah, this is, I have to do it like this. All right, so now let's see what happens if it goes to 20%, which is what I am believing is going to be, but I don't know for sure. Nobody can. Watch what happens to these numbers. <laughs> Sounds super unbelievable. I get it. But um trying to make this look better. $34 million if that same $500 a month gains 20% a year for the next 40 years. Let's say you don't live for 40 years. Let's see what happens in year. Um, let's see what happens in year. Uh, all right, how many years before we get to 1 million? If, if it grows only 20% a year, 19 years. So 19 years, I know people are like, man, but that's not, that doesn't feel good. Like, I still got to work for 20 years on a job I hate or whatever it is. Versus what else? What is your other option? Stock is 8 to 12%. Real estate is 3%. Gold is 3%. What is your other option? Tell me. I really would like to know. Of course, you can create your own business. There's risk there. But yes, that's the type of thing that could make you more money faster. Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody's built to do that. So that's I'm not even talking about that as an option here. So again, year 23, you're at $2 million. Then we get to year 30, you're at $7 million a year 30. So again... If you're in your 20s, 30 more years, you're in your 50s. Imagine having $7 million in your 50s. You definitely could retire. If you're in your 30s, in your 60s, you'll have $7 million. Not bad. And like I told you, you can borrow off of it and it's still going to compound. If you're in your 40s, in 30 years, you're 70, which is what they're going to change the retirement age anyway. Right? You're in your 70s with $7 million. That's nice. If you're in your 50s, yes, you're going to be in your 80s. But again, I told you, I know I know people that can't get, they can't borrow off of their assets in their 80s because they have it in assets. They have to ask permission and they're just not getting the permission. So I, again, this is why I don't really see a way around it. Like you're, if you want to retire, you need to invest in crypto. I don't really see how you how you get around it. I don't. So again, let's, let's just keep having fun over here. You're 31, you have $8 million, right? And it starts, this is where the compound starts to really get crazy. In year, from year 33 to year 35, uh, 34 to 35, you go from 14 to $17 million, $3 million just on compounding. And it gets even better every year. Next year, you go from 17 to 21, 21 to 24. That's what compound interest does, especially if you don't have to touch the principal which is what crypto allows you to do. You do not need to sell it to use it. So you can borrow off of it along that whole timeline. So you can start borrowing off of it when it's worth 500,000. You can start and you can borrow up to with Bitcoin. You can borrow 70% of Bitcoin with Ethereum. You can borrow 80% of of Ethereum. So that means in year, let's, let's see if, you know, even you know, first five years, let's say first five years, the first five years, you got 44,000. You could borrow off that to buy it, put a down payment on the house if you wanted to. Right. And that's, that's 50% or whatever percent makes sense for that. But you could borrow up to 70% of Bitcoin, 80% of Ethereum. All right. So, and that's current numbers. I don't know if that will change good or bad. I, I think it will stay pretty, pretty, um, solid there. Um, all right. So, after year 10, let's do year 10, you got 155K that you could borrow from. Let's say you look at that 155K, you're like, you know what? I hate my job. Again, if there's still jobs in 10 years, <laughs> that's a whole other thing with AI coming. But let's say in 10 years, you got 155K and you're like, I really do not like this job. I I think I can find another job in six months, but your bills are, let's say, 5K a month. In six months, you need 30,000 to find another job in six months. 
you borrow the, the 30K, you find another job in six months, you either pay it back or you continue to just let it compound. Because that next year, that one that 155 turns to 192. And this is the beauty of compound interest. You're putting more money in every year, but it's also compounding. Because if you look, the total contribution is 72,000 at year 12, but you have 237,000 of value. That's because that compound of growth keeps growing. And and like I t and let's go to like even year 30. By year 30, you've you've put in 186,000 with 500 a month for for 30. 30 years, you put in 180 grand. That 180 grand, if it grows 20% a year, is $7 million. What other asset class can you do that with? Just tell me. I, I really want to know because I want to invest in that one too. Um, so this is why I keep telling people, if you actually want to retire, I don't think you have a choice unless you're already rich or unless you already have a lot of things in place, which there's a lot of people that have, you know, homes, portfolios, you know, 401ks, gold, art. Again, I'm talking to the, 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 the very, the person that is starting or feels like they need to do more. Even though some of those people with all that still fear the cliff. Because if you're living, even if you're living at $25,000, $50,000 a month, and then you retire and you go down to ten, you you're going to have to change your lifestyle, right? So at the end of the day, you want to have as much money compounding for you as possible. And I teach people how to do that. I retire your bills with your bill money. So I have people right now, I have a person with, that spends $15,000 a month between their business and their personal expenses. And they are investing over $10,000 of that every month. So imagine what this number will be for that person. And these are bills. So you're going to pay it every month anyway, right? So imagine being able to do what I'm showing you with your bill money. If you're interested, join the retirebills.com email list. We are planning our next cohort. The current cohort is going through it right now. We're almost finished with them. Hopefully, I see you at one of our, one of our classes, retirebills.com. Thank you. Have a good rest of your weekend.